So when you think about health, we all know that we need to be healthy people. Look, we're living through a health pandemic now, a health crisis. Corona, COVID-19, it's affected some people, has taken the lives of some tragically, and all of us have been in some way impacted. Many of us had mild symptoms or asymptomatic or no symptoms at all, and hopefully it will stay that way and we should all be protected and healthy. But health is a fundamental element of a person's life because if you're not a healthy person, God forbid, it's very difficult to function properly and to fulfill your calling and mission in this world. So it's not just about comfort and discomfort, about pain or painlessness, living a painful or painless life. It's also about being the best you can be. But what actually is health? And we're going to discuss it in a deeper level, like where does it originate from? So I would like to present health in a synonymous way, comparing it to the word harmony. Harmony, a form of a smooth flowing operation, for lack of a better word. What does that mean? Think of it just on a very basic level. When a person is healthy, what does it feel like to be healthy? The truth is, it shouldn't feel like anything. If you describe a sensation, there's probably something wrong. Because it means that you are uh, feeling either a, a dull sensation, a sharp sensation, a cool one, a hot one. Health should be seamless, invisible. So health is really the sign of something flowing, humming along without any interruption and without any stop or block or pause. It's just flowing. What does it feel like your blood flowing through your circulatory system, through your veins and your arteries? It should be very smooth to the point you shouldn't even feel it. If you do feel a pulse or you feel something in the circulatory system, it's either because you're running or you're you're overusing it, so to speak. I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's not in its regular flowing motion. The same thing with the respiratory. What does it feel like to breathe? Most of us don't even give it a second thought. Now that I'm mentioning it, you start thinking, oh, I'm exhaling, I'm inhaling. We breathe, our average person is 15 to 18 breaths a minute. Did you even know that? No, because it's one of those things we take for granted. The same thing with all our other systems, neurological, physiological, on every possible level, health is really an invisible experience. Because there's a natural flow, and I use the word seamless, seamless. The way the Kabbalists put it actually is that when things are in place, and I say in place, not just human health, but the world is a healthy place. Everything is in a healthy place, it's exactly the same thing. There's a seamlessness between form and function, between the way the mystics put it, between energy and container. And let me just explain that in a very basic way. You're reading a book, right? There's words on the page. The words turn into sentences. Sentences turn into paragraphs. Phrases turn into paragraphs, turn into pages, to chapters, and you have a whole volume. When you're reading and you're completely immersed in a book, you're consumed by it, you don't even notice the letters. You don't even notice that you're turning a page. When do you notice it? Either when you're distracted or when the writing is a little rough. You start feeling this is not smooth writing. You feel like a hiccup, a a edge. Same thing with music. 
you're listening to music. You're just able to experience the power and the energy. It transports you to another time and place. It's seamless. When you want to dissect it and break it down, then yes. You say, okay, here are musical notes, and here's the tempo, and the different beats, and the different, uh, fr- uh, uh, the different emphases, and so on. Same thing in writing. If you want to analyze it, of course you start seeing, oh, this is how the person, the author phrased these words. But when you're in the experience, the words are like the containers. The energy is the message being conveyed in those containers. That's called harm- harmony, seamlessness. And the same thing with music. The musical notes and the way the sounds are the containers, but they are completely seamless with the energy being conveyed, the music being conveyed through those containers. Anything healthy has that quality, a, sh- a seamlessness. You hear a good speaker. You can get completely consumed with the poetry, with the music, so to speak, with the beauty of the oratory, the, the oratory, the, the, the message being expressed by the, orat- by the orator. When does it get not that way? When the speaker is either not so clear or it's confusing, the ideas are not being conveyed clearly, or the speaker has a cough or something else that somewhat disturbs the flow. So what I'm submitting here is that health, no matter what form, when you say something, it's a healthy machine, it's a healthy body, it's a healthy soul, it's a healthy book, it's a healthy situation, is a seamlessness. A healthy company, you have the different pieces, the different parts, the different departments, the different workers, the different talents, all working together in a seamless flow. As soon as there's some discord or there's some disruption, that right away compromises and somewhat limits that flow. So to sum up, the Kabbalistic definition of health is healthy energies in tailored containers, and they're perfect. In going back to the speech or to a, uh, or to an, a book, if you start feeling that the speaker is going too long or going off on a tangent, what's happening? The containers are becoming more powerful than the message. And you start, it starts draining us. It starts impacting us. The perfect is when enough exact amount of energy message being conveyed in the proper container. The container is not too big, not too small. The energy is not too big, not too small. They completely like a hand inside of a glove. To bring it back to health, that's exactly how it works. We are made up of a body and a soul. Just think of soul as the energy within your body. Whatever you want to call it. Don't call it a soul. You want to call it electricity. The point being, electricity in appliances. If electricity is too strong, it will blow the circuits. It will blow the appliance. If the energy is too weak, the appliance won't, the, the appliance won't live up to its potential. It needs to be perfectly measured. So a healthy human being, in the overall sense of it, is that the energy coming from the spirit, from the soul, from the electricity of whatever is the life force, is perfectly fit, not too much and not too little, to each container of the human limbs and organs. Eyesight, 2020 eyesight, the container is perfect, and the, the amount of vision that enters it is perfect. If you have too much light entering your eye, too much, not too little, it, you can be blinded, look at the sun. If you have too little light, also it will impact the vision. And the same thing is with 
the audio skills, our hearing, and the same thing with every other part of our bodies. That is, health is harmony. Harmony between energy and container. Why is this so vital? Because no matter what health situation you're, you're dealing with, you're looking for that balance. Experts know how to regain that balance when there's something out of whack. And whatever system it may be, whatever specialist it may be, it's about getting the balance right. Think of the blood. What is a, God forbid, a stroke? Is when the blood is either too thin, so it could hemorrhage, or it's too thick, so it clots. The blood needs to be exactly the right thickness, not too thin, not too thick. Perfect example of energy and container. The same thing I would go on with psychologically. Sanity. Sanity, the idea of being able to be sane, but being intelligent. Some say there's a very thin line between insanity and genius. What is going on? The mind has a very, a very powerful, complex way of regulating ideas. If suddenly the channels opened up and all the brilliance of your collective unconscious would start pouring into your brain, what would happen? You'd go mad. It would be like the faucet on the sink that has been broken and just floods the whole uh, house. It needs to be regulated. If it's too regulated, and then the ideas flow so slowly, you're going to be lacking creativity and that energy. So even the bridge between the superconscious, I like to call the superconscious, and the conscious is also regulated. That's what it's all about, that harmony. That is, in essence, the Kabbalah of health. Now, that helps us tremendously because it's not just about remedial solutions. A person has a problem, okay, you need a painkiller, you need a, um, a Band-Aid, something else that will deal with the immediate symptoms. When you, what you're really looking for in your life is to find the balance. To find the balance, and once the balance is in place, you're not just dealing with symptoms, you're dealing also with the root. You don't want to just remedy the symptoms. You want to be able to create a healthier situation. And that is a far longer process, but also long-term benefits and results. I'll take, take it even a step further. This is going a little a step into the beyond. Death. We all know there's a thing called death. Death is when body and soul separate. Why? Why would the body and soul need to separate? If the soul has endless energy, life energy, it's not like running out of gas, and the body is an intact body, why would they need to separate? Why would they need to die? Why would the person need to die? Think of it this way. If you had water inside of a cup, and we're not considering evaporation, why would the water ever have to leave the cup? Unless the cup was punctured. Which we'll talk about in other future episodes when we talk about life and death and so on. The point I want to make is that even death is a form of an aberration that's impacting the harmony between the container called the body and the energy called the soul. So health is far more than just being able to be a healthy, physical human being and top fitness. It's actually about balance in your life and very much about the purpose of life itself. We will talk about this as well. When people ask you, who are you? And you say, you give them their, your business card. That's not who you are. That's what you do. You want a seamlessness between who you are and what you do. Just like you want a seamlessness between the energy of your soul and it's entering into our bodies. So that overview helps us look at ourselves in a very different way. What your goal in life is, you look at children, newborn children. 
born a healthy child, thank God. You see, a child has a, the seamlessness, seamlessness is at its perfect state, pristine, perfect state. Look at a child breathing. The lungs, they heave up and down. They're using 100% of their lungs. Once we become adults, at some point, whatever the age is, the toxins, bad habits, and hygiene, and diet impact us, that we don't use 100% of our lungs. That's why if you take a deep breath in, most of us, unless you're conditioned, you may cough. Children, their bodies are obviously like new machines, the new appliance. So the energy of the soul and the body work very well together. But life will take over, and there will be toxins, whether it's physical ones, whether it's psychological ones, emotional ones. Look, fear, insecurities, trauma, they all impact that harmony. Some things impact the harmony in a physical way. God forbid an injury. Or as I said, bad habits. And suddenly you're not using your muscles to their full capacity. But there's also emotional damage that can happen. And the emotions cause us also to withdraw, to retreat. And the flow stops. The natural flow that you see children in their exuberance, that free abandon, interacting. What happens when a child is criticized more than once? What happens when a child is invalidated, when we're hurt, when we're embarrassed and we have shame? There's a, there's a dichotomy is created, a dissonance between the energy of our lives and the containers of our lives. So yes, we go to therapy. Oh, well, we first go into denial, of course. But after, after a while, we go to therapy. We look for other interventions. What you're looking for is harmony. So what's the solution? Find harmonious activities in your life. Harmonious activities means things that, you, that resonate with you. Truths. It's one of the worst things for the human spirit and psyche is to work with liars, with deception. Even though I understand many people will say part of life and part of business is deception and so on, it's not good for the human spirit. Even if we get used to it and we get jaded and even cynical about it. Because we are natural, harmonious creatures. So when it comes to physical health, I think most people understand that. There too, how often do we behave in ways that's not consistent? We actually compromise or in some way impede the container of your body or part of your body for your own immediate pleasure. But when it comes to psychological, emotional, it's far deeper because it's harder to recognize. So what we're looking for is harmony in our lives. Health is an outgrowth of harmony. Not the other way around. At times, of course, we need short-term intervention. Because sometimes situations, you have to stop the bleeding. You have to get out of the line of fire. But the ultimate goal is harmony. The expression would be, back, goes back from the, who knows when, thousands of years ago, a healthy soul within a healthy body. Where both the body is harmoniously receiving the energy that it needs to receive, and the soul is receiving its energy. So how do we create harmony and health, a healthy soul? A healthy soul is by doing things that feed the soul. Giving, generosity, kindness, virtue. These actually strengthen the soul. The Kabbalah of health tells us that when you're helping another person, you're not just helping them, which is a beautiful thing. You're helping yourself. You're exercising the, you're exercising the muscle called health. 
my correction, you're exercising the muscle called love. And when you discipline yourself, you're exercising the muscle called discipline, the spiritual muscle. So the soul too, meaning the human personality, has also components. So just as the body needs vitamins and minerals and exercise and proper hygiene and enough rest, the soul too has a series of needs to nurture it. So when you live up to those needs, you're feeding your soul. It makes it a more harmonious soul. Harmonious soul, more, much more likely to fit in harmoniously into the body. And you have what we call harmony of soul and body, spirit and body. That is our objective. Now, I know this sounds idealistic. Can I achieve that? That's why we have to think of a detail. Just like with health, you don't just fix everything at once. Divide and conquer. Look for an area in your life, where, an area in your life where you're feeling dissonance, where you're feeling anxiety. Anxiety, by the way, is a voice of the soul telling you there's a problem. There's an imbalance. There's a dissonance. Look for that dissonance and say, okay, what can I do? I can tell you right now, immediately, without even knowing the details. Be more generous that day. Be more giving. Be more, show more gratitude. And you'll see something happen. Your soul gets more to be more at peace with itself. And in turn, anxiety will go down. Does this also work for physical health? Absolutely. Obviously, with physical health, you may also need physical interventions. But in the big sense, in the big picture, of course. Look at two people lying in a hospital bed, God forbid. One of them has guests and visitors and family and gifts. And the other is lying alone in bed. Nobody cares. They may have exactly the same symptoms, the same problem. You tell me what will be the results. Barring some, uh, some extenuating circumstances. The person who has friends and family and gifts, it builds up your willpower to fight. Your immunity system becomes stronger. You want, you want to be there. The other person who feels lonely and depressed doesn't have the strength. They may have the same inner strength, but there's no one there to, to push them on, to egg them on, to motivate. These things have direct impact on our physical health. Harmony, love has an impact. Recently, we've begun understanding on a scientific and medical point of view the impact of that type of attitude when you have a positive approach to things, when you have people who love you and care about you. So what we're looking for is harmony in life. You can rest assured, somebody that does not have harmony at home between spouses, between parents and children, when an illness strikes, that is not going to be a plus. It's going to help debilitate the person. And vice versa, when you have harmony and your mind and your heart and soul are aligned and you feel yourself living a more purposeful and meaningful life, it has an impact on our immune systems because it creates deeper harmony. Is it a guarantee? Look, listen, there are very fine, good people that have died, that have suffered from a disease, that have gotten into accidents. We obviously always have risks in life because the world is not a perfect place. But at the same time, when you want to heighten your chances and lower the odds, obviously you do whatever it takes. There's no guarantee, absolute guarantee. But one thing is for sure, a more harmonious life will be a healthier life on every possible level. It's aligning the containers of your life, your expression, with what's going on within. How much energy do we have to invest when we lie? We may not think, we may be gotten used to it, 
But first of all, you need to make up something. Then you have to make up other stories to support your initial lie. At some point, you even forget all the details because it never happened. How much energy? Besides, we're talking about the psychological toll it takes. Where you have to feel, will I be caught? Was there an inconsistency? I have to call someone to make sure, don't tell them this because I told them a different story. These small little things sap energy from us. Just to give an example how disharmony can impact us psychologically and ultimately also physically. On the other hand, being a truthful person, an honest person, yeah, may not be always so easy for some of us, but it creates seamlessness. What you say is actually a reflection of what happened. You, you smile reflects what you feel instead of smiling and, God forbid, stabbing someone in the back. Duplicity, in other words. So harmony is what we're looking for. May everybody have more harmony in their lives. And you can do something about it now. I find that during this time of this health crisis in many ways, this pandemic, yes, some people have, uh, have brought out the worst in some people, but it's also brought out the best. Try it out. Try getting back to a more seamless place in your life. You'll be a healthier person, a more harmonious person, and above all, a happier person. This has been Meaningful Live every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And it's always an honor and a great pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much.